0: What's going on, everybody? You're rocking with the Cash Flow President, and this is the Cash Flow President podcast, where we take financial education, financial literacy, and massive action very seriously. All right, guys, so on today's episode, uh, we're going to be discussing savers or losers, uh, and we're going to teach you guys. I'm going to teach you guys how to do it right, okay? Uh, and when I say savers or losers, I don't mean... Uh, you're a loser yourself per se if you save money or you're losing in the game of life if you're saving money. What I mean by that is um, if you're only simply saving, uh, you're losing in the game of true wealth building, right? You're missing the aspect of building something sustainable. You're missing the aspect of growing uh, growing your overall uh, uh, you know, wealth and your numbers, right? You're just you're you're losing out on the ability to to kind of generate and create and multiply uh, your money by simply saving. Uh, that's what I mean when I say savers or losers. And when I say uh, by do it right, I'm gonna basically give a blueprint on how you can. I'm gonna say um like a little strategy that's used by many to kind of like uh i'm gonna say get the most out of your out of your money or the most out of your financial situation that's probably the best way to do it uh, a lot of our time a lot of the times we're um we're blindsided by how fast the world is moving and uh by the things that we want or that we feel we want and and as a result we do ourselves a disservice and an injustice to our money that we work so hard for and we just kind of like frivolously spend it and just kind of blow it off or whatever right so i just wanted to get that out the way first uh just to kind of add context um so so savers are losers when it comes to the the long-term approach to, like, um, you know, building true wealth, right? You have to keep your money moving, and the best way to do that is to invest it, um, not just to simply let it sit up and, you know, uh, and things of that nature. So first I want to start by saying, Uh, You want to have a short-term and a long-term savings, okay? And the purpose of a short-term savings is to protect the long-term savings, all right? So you want to have a long-term savings of six months to a year, uh, preferably a year. If you can get closer to a year, that's beautiful because if, like, life happens, right, you might get laid off from a job. You might want to actually pursue um, your own business venture. You may want to... you know, looking to, you know, getting into different things, you might need a mental break Uh, things of that nature, right, Uh, something, you know, of the sort. So you want to make sure, especially for those unforeseen uh, instances such as, you know, a job laying off or moving or whatever the case may be, you want to make sure you have that six months to a year in savings just to make sure that you're good, right? You can cover yourself, you can cover your family, you can cover your bills, your expenses, and not have to worry about anything. That's what you call Actual security, okay? Um, And me, myself, my mindset is uh, uh, becoming rich, then being comfortable, then being secure. Uh, A lot of people uh, do it backwards and think to become, they want to be secure, comfortable, and then if becoming rich happens, it happens type of deal. Um, I kind of work backwards, but I, I have the foundation laid out. Uh, you know, in security and then comfort and then riches, right? That's the foundation, but my thought process is differently, right? So that's why I invest and do other things of the sort, buy assets and things like that, because my mindset is on riches, right? So 12, uh, six months to a year, preferably a year in long-term savings, like I said, that's just going to cover you. That's going to be your uh, your long-term emergency fund, to make sure that, you know, you can live a a regular everyday life, uh, uh, you know, in the unforeseen event that something happened to you, you become disabled, you're uh, hurt on the job, uh, you're unable to work or whatever the case may be, right? You need to have that nest egg, uh, I'm going to call it, of a year's worth of uh, living expenses. That way you can, you know, like I said, even if you want to just start pursuing your own uh, dreams and goals, right? You want to have that nest egg so you can kind of uh, have that buffer between your life and you know your expenses. You don't want to have that stress of, man, I can't work. How am I going to make ends meet? Well, you don't have to worry about that if you have a year's worth of expenses uh, to hold you over, right? And to to get a year's worth of expenses first, you got to actually know your expenses, which a lot of people don't because a lot of people don't budget. A lot of people don't, you know, do the things necessary to kind of like track your money and see where it's going. A lot of people just let the money flow in and then it flows out as quickly as they get it in. Right. Which is not the way to go. So this is just a step by step, like I said, on how to do it right. Right. Um, then you want to have uh short term savings. The short term savings should be at least around five K. Okay. So five thousand dollars in a short term savings and the purpose of that is to protect the long term savings. So if something were to happen, if an emergency came up, if anything happened, you would you wouldn't have to dip into that long term savings because remember the long term savings is because is to protect you in an event Uh, In case of emergency, like long-term savings is like a break glass in case of emergency, right? That's what the long-term savings is for. Like if you just absolutely have no more money coming in, you have that to fall back on. Well, the short-term emergency fund of $5,000 is to protect the long-term emergency fund. So if things come up, uh, bills arise, whatever the case may be, you can just use that short-term fund so you don't have to dip into the uh long-term fund uh if that makes sense that's like the thought process you kind of want to use um in order to build a solid raft right a solid foundation uh when it comes to your financial uh success and your your uh you know uh uh your financial goals that's what you want it to be okay uh, like i said a lot of people aren't uh able to do that because of poor money habits or whatever the case may be. But ideally, this is what the blueprint would be, right? Um, then once you get those things, uh, the just long-term savings and the short-term savings uh, in place, then you want to start saving to invest, all right? Um And what I mean by that is once you got those, uh, uh, you know, those savings, those emergency funds in order, you want to say, you know, you have let's say you have your debts paid off like your debt free. Uh, and you have uh, your emergency funds in place, now you want to start. Say, now you don't need to build that emergency fund anymore. You don't need to build that short-term emergency fund. You don't need to build that uh, long-term emergency fund. Your debts are paid off, you don't have any extra money going out. So any extra money coming in or all money coming in could get put in a pool um, to start investing with. Let's say you want to buy some assets. Let's say you want to buy into a company uh like a physical company right like you want to buy uh into a franchise or whatever right let's say you want to buy into uh like um you want to be an inside investor in a company uh, uh and you want to let 's say you want to put you want to be an outside investor and buy shares of a company let's say you want to buy real estate let's say you want to get into the um a t m business or the vending machine business or you want to rent cars or whatever it is you want to do right you want you might want to open a tire shop nail salon barber shop who cares what have you right so you want to save to invest you don't you know that 's because that's the If you can't create a product or if you don't offer a service yourself, you know, that you can kind of create and, you know, uh, put it into the marketplace, the next best thing would be to buy assets. You know what I'm saying? Use your money that you saved up. Use your money that you, you know, that you work hard for to be able to put it to work for you so it can start working hard and you can start growing your money in turn, right? Because like I said, you already have those savings goals established. So now it's just time to just – because that money's not going anywhere from your savings. Now it's time to grow the rest of the money that you are making, right? You don't need to keep adding to the savings. You have everything in place with that. Now it's time to just continue to add. Like now it's time to make your money grow, right? Now it's time to make it work. Now it's time to put your money out there and let it and make it come back with friends. Money, money is attracted to other money, right? Money likes money. And when you put it out there into the world, it should come back with friends. Most of the time we put our money out there. And uh we get trash in return, right, so what I mean by that is you uh you put your, you 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 get money and you go buy shoes, you go buy clothes, you go take trips, you go do things of that nature uh, those things don't hold value right um they don't they don't bring value to your life. don't get me wrong, you get a um you know that sense of enjoyment you get that you know. That, 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 you know, brief moment in time where, you know, it's like you get a chance to just kind of like, you know, forget about everything and you get to like be who you want to be, do what you want to do with your money. You get to enjoy it. Right. But that's how you turn money in the trash. Right. You know, when you want to go out to eat, when you want to go do all these other things, you want to go buy a new TV. That's how you turn money in the trash. So this is a blueprint on how you. Uh, grow that money right so you put that so you save that money up and then you put it to work so you save it up let's say you want to go get a piece of real estate well you save up 20k get you a down payment now you're a real estate investor right let's say you want to get uh you know buy a building or so you can get some uh some chairs in it. you want to be uh, have a barbershop shop or something like that you know you save up your money you, you know you go find out how much it'll cost you to have the building you want, you find out how much it'll be for the equipment you start saving up for it, and whenever you have that nest egg available for you, now it's time to go put all that money to work uh sitting on that money won't make you extra money, but putting money to work, putting it in the atmosphere and and so it can come back with friends that's where you make your money from right and then hold on here's the kicker, guys because we just said that a lot of people turn that cash into trash by going to go get uh those shoes, those clothes her did, nails did. Uh, taking those trips, going out to eat, all that other good stuff, right? That's how you turn it into trash. But, but there's like a a little like uh, I'm gonna call it a rabbit hole in the loop, right? There's a, there's like a little loophole in that whole thing, and turning your cash into trash. It's a right and wrong way to turn cash into trash. If you work for the money, you don't want to turn it to trash. You want to turn it to gold, and then the money that Works for you. You turn that in the trash. And what I mean by that is you use the money that you made from investments to pay for your liabilities. That's what the rich do. So what I mean by that is, let's say you've saved up your money, right? Um, And you wanted to instead of buying a twenty thousand dollar car, you put that twenty thousand dollars into some real estate. Okay. And now the cash flow that that real estate produces every month, let's say you save that up and then you go buy that $20,000 car with it. Does that make sense? So at this point you've have a, you've purchased an asset, a cash producing asset, a cash flowing asset that's going to appreciate in value that you can get, you know, some tax breaks on and and you're also able to use that money that you make from that asset to get the things that you want cuz that money isn't going anywhere right that you still have that you're you're actually leveraging uh your same 20k you're growing it actually because now when you you put that 20k down towards let's say a $400,000 home uh now your net worth is now 400k Bait, but it came from 20k you're not paying the loan down to the bank your tenant is paying the loan down to the bank and you're just simply getting the cash flow from it and 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 you can get your liabilities with that you want a pair of shoes well wait till that property cash flows and go get your pair of shoes you want to go get your nails done well to that property cash flows and then get your nails done you want to um Go, you know, get your new TV. Wait till your property cash flows enough to uh, save up the money to go purchase a new television, right? That's how the rich do it, okay? You want to get that 20, like I said, instead of taking that 20K and putting it on the car cash, take that same 20K, put it into an investment vehicle, Okay. An investment vehicle is just something that you put your money into that takes your money from one place to another. Okay. It takes it from twenty K and it grows it to thirty K. It takes it from twenty K, grows it to forty K, or however many times you can multiply it, flip it, dip it, skip it, or whatever the case may be, right? That's how the rich people um manage their money. They put their money into places and let that money generated from it that the the return on that investment is what pays for their liabilities. Your hard-earned money shouldn't pay for your liabilities. The your 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 money's hard earned money should pay for your liabilities, right? That money that's out there working for you breaking this back to uh should should work for you. And a lot of people don't understand the language of the rich because they think poor. A lot of us have a poor person's mentality. You know, that's why we're unable to to, to 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 ha to grow a long term investment account that's why we're unable to grow a short term investment account that's why we 're unable to start investing to grow money grow wealth, and build wealth right that's how wealth is built it's built by investing wealth isn't built by just going to work and coming home. That's not how you build wealth. You, you you build wealth by putting money to work for you. Money should be put out there, and it should be working each and every corner of every part of the globe for you and and working its butt off. That money should come home from a hard day's work, and it should want a, a, a beer, a newspaper, and its slippers waiting at the door for it because that's how hard that money worked, right? Your money should work so hard that it needs to unwind, not you, so... That's just a little, you know, uh, a nugget, uh, a, you know, a rule of thumb, right there, right. And then, when, and then, this is another way you can do it, right? Uh, so, so, this is how. This is a tiny blueprint. Um, the the so you take, let's say each paycheck you receive. It doesn't matter uh, how often you get paid, or each time you get money from wherever you get money from, right? You take ten percent of that. You put that money into a savings account. You take another 10% of that and you invest it. You take another 10% and you tithe it. You give it back to a worthy cause. You give it back to your church. You give it back to whatever you believe in, right? And you help someone else out. That's a blueprint to success. Um, So 30 cents out of every dollar or 30% out of every dollar, every $100, every $1,000 shouldn't even be touched straight up off the rip, okay? And then if you want to take it a step further, the the truly rich, well, the rich, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the truly rich, but rich people, successful people, or people that, that just know better, they live on 50% of your income, okay? So that means... You know, and when you get to when you get to raise your income, the more you raise your income, the less you'll need to live on so let's say you make a hundred k you can live on fifty thousand dollars a year you know to 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 pay your expenses and to live your everyday life. The rest of that money should be saved, invested what have you right tived uh you know charity you know whatever for a good cause right and then The more that you make, like when you raise your level of income, you know, once you started investing, once you started uh, creating assets and you've raised your level of income or you get like job uh, raises at your job and you've raised your level of income, then you continue to just live on less and less and less because as your money grows, your expenses shouldn't grow. You know, that's where people mess up at. Their money grows and their expenses grow. That's that's not how it's supposed to be. Your money is supposed to grow and your expenses should stay the same. So that way, that extra money, you're able to put it to work for. You're able to save it. You're able to, you know, put uh, put it into investment vehicles and grow it, right? Uh, and that's that's the idea behind uh, good, management ha- good money management habits. That's the starting point. Ten percent saved, ten percent invested, ten percent tithed uh and, and and donate it. That's the um that's the starting point. As you get more sophisticated in your money habits, as you get more disciplined in your money habits, then that 10% saved is gonna go to 20%. That 10% invested is gonna go to 20%. That 10% tied is going to go to 20%, right? Or you know, or you can juggle it around however you see fit, 30% of your savings uh, 10% in your investments, uh, 10% title. however you see it fit, right? But it's just those are starting points. That's just a starting block, a little, you know, on how um, money management 101 type of deal, right? Um, statistics show that uh, 50, 51% of Americans have less than three months' worth of expenses in the savings account. Okay. Less than less than three months. Fifty one percent of Americans have less than three months of expenses. So fifty one percent of Americans can't stop working for more than three months. That's what that means. Fifty six percent of Americans have less than a thousand dollars in a savings account. Okay. 50% Fifty percent of Americans have less than a thousand dollars in a savings account. So if an, if a thousand dollar event happened for them, if they if they need a new transmission, which would be more than a thousand, but I'm just saying as an example, if they needed um. You know, something happened with their own, with their home, let's say a plumbing pipe burst and it cost a thousand dollars, fifty six percent of Americans couldn't even cover that cost. So what would you do? You'd have to borrow money, you'd have to take out loans, you have to go into debt, right? Uh and and that's uh, the sad case of the American society. Um fifty-four percent of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. That's sad right there, okay? And it's sad because I used to be someone who lived paycheck to paycheck, so I feel like I'm more than qualified to speak on it. Living paycheck to paycheck is stressful, okay, because you sit there and and every time you turn around, you're like, man, if I wouldn't have spent that money on this, I'd be good right now. Man, if I wouldn't have put, spent that money on that, I'd be good right now. Man, like you're just constantly stressed out and living in terror at, at, at the possibility that something can happen, and you want to know why. You, it's because you or mismanaging your money. Your money habits, you know, aren't sound. Your financial education uh, practices aren't sound. So as a result, you're getting paid. And it's crazy because people have sit here and literally stretched 25 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks for a week, a week and a half until they get paid again because they get paid every two weeks. But you can't stretch that $1,500 on that paycheck, that $1,200 on that paycheck, that $1,000 on that paycheck, that $800 on that paycheck. How can you not stretch that? Right that's because your values and your core beliefs are all messed up. That's because you would rather be instantly gratified instead of putting up ten percent of your money to save ten percent of your money to invest ten percent of your money to tie instead of putting that up, you'd rather just pour from the total amount. You'd rather just keep taking slices of the pie until the slices are empty. But if you put three slices of that same pie away uh uh for 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 you know, uh, uh, for the winter, you know what I'm saying, like a squirrel puts its nuts away. If you put three slices of that pie away, that 30% of that, you know, three cents out of every at at every dime, if you put that away, like a squirrel puts away nuts for a winter, and eventually it'll grow. Each check, you put 10% here, 10% there, 10% there. It grows over time. You get to watch it grow. You're get to you're planting those seeds, and you get to watch it bear fruit instead of just continuously plucking Fruit from that tree. You're actually growing trees at this point, right? Forty um, percent of high earners making at least a hundred k hundred thousand dollars, live that way to live paycheck to paycheck. So this isn't just uh, for those of us, you know, lower middle class. People living in poverty aren't the only ones that are just living, you know, paycheck to paycheck. People who are making a hundred grand a year, they're living paycheck to paycheck too. And it's not because of the amount of money they're making; it's because they're 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 spending as much as they're making. Their expenses are just as much as their income is, and that's why people live paycheck to paycheck is used to mismanagement in your expenses. Like I know life is hard. I know life sucks at times, but. If you can delay that gratification, if you don't have to go out and get your hair did every every week, you don't have to go or every however often it takes. I don't know how long how the women get their hair cut. Or guys, you don't have to get your hair cut every week. Women, you don't have to get your nails did every week, every two weeks. You know, you don't have to take a trip once every three months, once every four months. You don't have to go out to eat four times a week, five times a week. You don't have to do things like that. You don't have to go to the parties, go to clubs and stuff. Uh, uh, All the time, that's not how it's supposed to be, right? And a lot of people need that uh, in order to feel like they're, you know, to feel adequate in themselves. Um, And that's just, it's sad. Um, 25% of Americans have no savings at all. Okay? These are staggering numbers. These are staggering statistics, and it's sad, man. I feel sorry for the state of the world. I feel sorry for the mindsets of people. Uh, it's it's a lot to do with social media. It's a lot to do with uh, poor money habits. It's a lot to do with keeping up with the Joneses. It's a lot to do with the lack of financial education, and it's a lot to do with the the, the, the need for instant gratification. People's People's priorities are all messed up, and that's why... Their, their bank accounts are all messed up That's why their financial habits are all messed up That's why their lives are in shambles You know, just because someone else is looking like they have it all together or they're doing things, they're taking trips and stuff like that, doing things, outings with their kids, going out to eat all the time. It doesn't mean you have to, like, and don't get me wrong, you don't have to cut those things out of your life, but what you should do what you should look to do is get your life in order first, right? You get your life in order first, then you start doing those things. Or you get those investments going first and use the money that your investments generate to start doing those things. That's how you do it, okay? That's how you are able to have something sustainable in in order to, you know, Build something to, to look towards, right? A lot of people always are looking to, you know, they want to go, they, they feel like, oh, every time I get paid, I do something for myself. Or every time, uh, you know, this happens, you know, I have to do this. or I, I, I have to keep my nails and I have to keep my hair done. I have to keep my hair cut. I have to keep, I have to get a fresh pair of shoes every time I get paid. You don't have to do that. What you have to do is build your savings up to make sure that you're okay for the foreseeable future. What you have to do is start investing so you can actually, 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 grow some money and have something to pass down to your kids. What you have to do is get your money habits in order uh, and stop stop the need for instant gratification to where you can actually have something and stop living paycheck to paycheck. What you have to do is stop keeping up with the Joneses and wanting to do what everyone else does. If more people look to be followers, I mean leaders instead of followers, which they are, then they'll end up having more in their life. I think when my eyes opened up to to you know the 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 world, the way that the world works When my eyes opened up to the way that money works uh, Things changed for me And things they, 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 they progressed for the better Instead of for the worse My life was uh, at a point where I was paycheck to paycheck Where I didn't have a savings Where I was just trying to figure out how to put it together well, That's because I was going out every weekend That's because uh, my vices were more expensive Than you know the money I was putting away That's because every time I turned around I felt the need to do something or have something something right and a lot of Americans a lot of people live that way and if you just take a step back and just slow down your life just a little bit and just kind of look to put it together and get everything on track and just to get put things into its proper perspective and then you'll have the then you'll be able to do those things that you want to do comfortably. You'll be able to go buy a pair of shoes comfortably. You'll be able to get your hair did comfortably. You'll be able to get that new T V comfortably. You'll be able to get your, you know, take your kids on a vacation comfortably. You'll be able to go on a, you know, all girls vacation with the girls or with the guys comfortably. You'll be able to go to those resorts and do those different things comfortably. It's all about being secure, comfortable and having a rich mindset. Um and that's it. You know, so I mean, hey guys. Uh it's been great, man. Uh you're rocking with the Cash Flow President. And this is the Cash Flow President podcast. Till next time, go look to take massive action and go figure out a good way to become to to get some money in the bank. Figure out a good way to get your savings in order, figure out a good way to get your savings in order, practice what I'm preaching as I do and 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 look to become more financially educated, all right guys? Peace.